1: You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando
0: Magic, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team
1: every day.
0: And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is June 4th, 2020. My name is Phil Prosser, Mike. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at RR underscore ond. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, the NBA is closer to a return. Uh, Adrian Wojnarowski and ESPN.com reporting how the NBA is going to make its way back. We'll break down what that means, what that looks like for the Orlando Magic. We'll break down what their potential schedule could look like for the remainder of the regular season and why everything is truly in the Magic's hands. All that coming up in just a moment. Before we do any of that, I do want to remind you all that you can check out all the great podcasts on the Lockdown Podcast Network by searching for download podcast for Lockdown and the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast here covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, this podcast covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. Want the Washington Wizards perspective on now their chance to make the NBA playoffs? Check out Locked On Wizards. Want to check out on the Brooklyn Nets now that the Magic are back in the chase for the seventh seed? Follow Locked On Nets. No matter what team you're interested in, whether it's in the NBA, MLB, NFL, college, or NHL too. There is a Locked On podcast for you. To search for every download podcasts for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network, it's your team every day. I am going to have to break this up, I think, into segments because some of this is a little more difficult to understand. But here are the nuts and bolts of how the NBA is going to be back in session beginning around July 31st. 22 teams will be headed their way to Disney to finish out the regular season. Nine teams from the Eastern Conference and 13 teams from the Western Conference. Essentially, all the teams that actually still have a shot of making the playoffs. From there, the teams will play an eight-game regular season against, obviously, other teams within the bubble or that will be on the campus site. So... Everyone's going to be playing a little more difficult of a schedule than they might have otherwise. But they will finish the regular season. They'll have their run-up before the playoffs. Eight games, which is about, I think, what we all expected. So teams will have, have that long to kind of finish off the regular season, determine the final seedings at the top of the bracket, uh, and, and figure out who gets into the final field. Here comes the twist that we've all been waiting for, as I've said throughout the week. The Magic, as the 8th seed in the East, are putting the most on the line. They have a a 5.5 game lead over the Wizards for the final spot in the playoffs, and with 17 games to go, they had essentially clinched a playoff berth. Essentially. Obviously, still work to do. I'm not saying that they were in, but it was probably a 90-plus percent certainty that Orlando was going to be in the playoffs. And it... Might still feel that way. The league is instituting a play in tournament for the final seed in each conference. However, to qualify for that play in tournament, the chasing team, the team in ninth place, has to be within four games of the eighth place team. So the magic. Enter the, bu- enter the campus setting, enter the, the regular season, essentially with a game and a half lead up on the Wizards to get in, to, to avoid a playing game entirely. But they still have to play the games, obviously, and they're eight very, very tough games for the most part. Eight very, very tough games to get to the end of the year. And that's where we stand at the moment. So from there, let's say, and the West is the same way. The West obviously has a few more teams that are kind of competing for those playoff spots, so they'll, be, they'll have a lot more to sort out. From there, let's say we do get to a play-in game situation. From there, the eighth place team still retains a pretty significant advantage. In order for the ninth place team to steal essentially the the eighth spot in the playoffs, they have to win twice. The way I'm the way I've described it to people is if the Magic face the Wizards in this play-in tournament, it is a best of three series, and the Magic start. Up 1-0. They only have to win once. The Wizards would have to win twice. I do have to say that I I think the NBA did a really good job here and creating a system that maintains sort of the integrity and normalness of the regular season while still giving the teams outside the playoff race that are going to the bubble, that are going to Disney, a chance to make the playoffs but not too much of a chance. It's not gimmicky. It doesn't unnecessarily put everything in one game, which I think was the real concern, especially for a team like the Magic. It doesn't put all the chips into one pot and make the rest of the regular season irrelevant. The regular season is still as relevant as ever. But there's still that outside chance that the Wizards could get in, that you know the, the Pelicans could get in, the Spurs could get in. There's still that outside chance for those teams on the outside to play their way in. And that's ultimately what the league wanted to do here. And so we have... We have our season. We have the way this thing is going to get determined. Now, we are still a long way off from actually playing these games. We are still a long way off from playing these games. The league is going to get everyone back into their home markets, give them at least two weeks of individual training, just kind of ramp themselves back up, and then probably another week or week and a half of small group training then another two weeks of full team training camp training, then it sounds like at least a week or a few days at the Disney site getting comfortable, getting settled before the regular season begins on July 31st. So we are, you know, we're still essentially another month and a half, two months away from the season actually starting. But we now know how it's going to happen. Of course the next part of this puzzle is the schedule and that is a whole nother thing but before we talk about the schedule most of our schedules are way too busy to read the books that we want to read to do the things that we want to do to get the information and the knowledge that we want to get but let me tell you about the ultimate life hack so you can take advantage of all the great knowledge and advice that's out there There is an incredible app called Blinkist. Blinkist is really unique. It works on your phone, your tablet, or your web browser. Blinkist takes the best key takeaways, the need-to-know information from thousands of nonfiction books and condenses them down into just 15 minutes that you can read or listen to. Successful people like business leaders are well-known for reading a lot of books. Blinkist is made for busy people like you who want to get the main points of a book quickly, so you can start using that information right away. And with its audio feature, Blinkist makes it easy to finish a book during your commute, on your lunch break, or while you exercise. 12 million people are using Blinkist right now and has a massive and growing library, from self-help, business, health, to history books. Blinkist has the latest titles from the bestsellers list, as well as the classic nonfiction titles you always meant to read, but never had time to. You can check out such great, great books on Blinkist, such as this is your brain on sports, the science of underdogs, the value of rivalry, and what we can learn from the t-shirt canon. How champions think in sports and in life, and, and of course, Tiger Woods. We all want to know. We all want to be like Tiger. If we can't be like Mike, we'll be like Tiger. With Blinkist, you get unlimited access to read or listen to a massive library of condensed nonfiction books, all the books you want, and all for one low price. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com NBA. Try it free for seven days and save 25% off your new subscription. That's Blinkist, spelled B L I N K I S T. Blinkist.com slash NBA to start your free seven day trial. You'll also save 25% off, but only when you sign up at Blinkist.com slash NBA.
1: The NBA playoffs
0: are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. So obviously the next question then is what is the schedule going to look like? What are those eight games going to be? Uh, You know, I was a big proponent of group play because I think it spread the risk uh, out to everyone, but I actually have to say I think that the plan that the NBA came out is probably the better plan. Um, I think it does adequately protect the eight seeds and and the work that they put in over the course of the regular season. I'll explain that uh, in just a little bit, but... The next part of the equation is what does this 8 game schedule look like? I am still kind of trying to trying to wrap my head around what the schedule is going to look like, but uh, it does appear that the NBA is viewing the return to play not as kind of starting fresh or starting new. They are truly viewing this as continuing the regular season. According to Vincent Goodwill of Yahoo Sports, the plan from the NBA with the in regards to the schedule is to have everyone play their schedule as originally scheduled um, with the teams involved, uh, or with the teams in the bubble, with the teams uh, that are are going to be at the campus site on Disney. You play the next eight games on your list that qualify, obviously, and that's how we get to the end of the season. Uh, In my early study of what the schedule would look like, um, it does appear that this might be able to work, Teams were scheduled to play anywhere from 8 with the Miami Heat to 16 games against teams that are currently in the bubble. So there's certainly a lot of opportunity, it feels like, to play some of these games, to play these games uh, sort of as they were scheduled. I'm I'm still kind of going through the permutations. I I, I was going to do another project, so I actually wrote down everyone's schedule as was supposed to be. Um, and so you know, I'm sure there will be little incongruences here and there, but essentially the the plan is to have the league play itself, play its way as it normally would. This is actually something that somewhat advantages the magic. Um, or, or dis, it dis it disadvantages the magic in one way, but it advantages the magic in another. The disadvantage first is ten of the magic, 17 remaining games were scheduled to be against teams. That will be in the bubble. That is the second fewest or tied for the second fewest in the league or in the teams that are going to uh, Disney. So, yes, Orlando's schedule coming out of the hiatus was very, very easy. Magic were actually hitting the soft part of the schedule. I, I think most people within the Magic organization, are, you know, I think even Steve Clifford has mentioned this, they were playing well. And they felt like they were hitting a part of the schedule that, that they could take advantage of. That they could that they could pick up a lot of wins. They felt very good about where they were at. And I think most fans would say they're very confident the Magic would get the 7th seed. Which the Magic could still get, you know, being a half game behind Brooklyn. It felt very much like the Magic could indeed take this step. And, and you know, make some ground up in the 7th seed and and, and and pick up some wins. They were about to play 8 of their next 10 at home. And I believe it was 10 of their next 11 against teams with losing records. I would also note here that the Magic are 5-26 and against teams with winning records. That is the worst record among teams that are heading to Disney. Fortunately, not every team the Magic will face is above 500. In fact, my early calculation is the next 8 games that the Magic would play the next eight games that the Magic would play, so essentially the the next eight games on the schedule for the Magic now, are relatively tame. The the the, The Magic's remaining schedule had a 4.68 win percentage. It's one of the easier schedules left in the league. Not the easiest schedule, but one of the easiest schedules. The Magic's next eight opponents that will be in the bubble have a 5.47 combined win percentage. I'm still kind of calculating things out, but it's looking like a lot of teams are going to end up in the high 50s, like 57, 58, maybe 56. So the fact that the Magic will face teams with a 54% win percentage or 545 win percentage, I think that's ultimately going to be an advantage for the Magic. The Magic will play one of the easier schedules in the league. Washington, by contrast, for for instance, has 15 remaining games against teams that will be in the bubble. Only one team has more. So essentially, the Magic, again, another reason why it maybe feels a little unfair that Washington gets a shot at this, the Magic had one of the easiest schedules remaining in the league. The Wizards actually had one of the hardest. Now, the eight games that the Magic, you know, might play if if this is indeed the plan. The 8 games that the Magic might play Sacramento, Brooklyn, Indiana, Brooklyn, New Orleans, Boston, Philadelphia, Boston. Those first 5 games especially. Indiana is the only team with a record above 500. In fact, you know, obviously it's 4 and 4. 4 teams with 4 teams with 4 games against teams with records below 500, 4 games against teams with records above 500. Now, that could be a double edged sword, of course. Sacramento needs to win to get into the playoff game. New Orleans needs to win to get into the play in game. They got to be within four games of the 8th seed to get to the play in game, and they got to finish ninth. We're still maybe waiting for details whether there could be an extended tournament, but that's essentially the gist. So Orlando will play two, you know, Orlando essentially could play two Western Conference teams that still have a lot to play for and a lot on the line, and they're going to be playing with a ton of urgency, just like Orlando should be. But maybe not the same kind of urgency. They will get. They will certainly get at least one game against Brooklyn, possibly two, and those games still carry the major importance that they had, that they would have had back in March. And they'll come fairly, fairly quickly and fairly, fairly early in this process. And that's that's obviously big. Those are those going to be huge games if they indeed play. The two games that the Magic would not play that are still left on their schedule if, if it's just the first eight, and again, I, I think there might be some incongruities with the schedule that I haven't encountered yet, so these games might still be in play, Indiana and Toronto. So, again, the Magic, as long as the Magic get those New Orleans, Sacra, New, that New Orleans, Sacramento, and Brooklyn games, at least on paper, Orlando's schedule will be probably tamer than most teams that will be in the bubble, so there is that advantage. If the plan from the NBA is to play out the the rest of the season as it was scheduled, I'm not saying it's easy. The Magic still got to win these games. They are not easy games. They're still playing. Everyone in this bubble is going to be play have a strength of schedule that is above 500. So you're going to be facing difficult teams. It's not easy. But, comparatively, the Magic should have more winnable games. By my calculation, the Magic number now to clinch a playoff spot is six. Six Magic wins, six Wizards losses. That is very, very tough for Washington. I think Washington does still have a tall order ahead of them to make up that game and a half. But, it will not be made easier by Washington also facing a very difficult schedule. Washington's first eight games... Presumably. Boston, Oklahoma City, Philadelphia, Brooklyn, Milwaukee, Boston, Milwaukee, the Lakers. If the Wizards are playing Milwaukee twice and playing the Lakers, that's going to be extremely tough. That's just going to be tough on its face. And Milwaukee twice in the Lakers is three losses right there. So again, the schedule, if it is indeed going to be set up this way, still favors the Magic, still advantages the Magic. And that's why the Magic have no excuses. The Magic absolutely are and should be a playoff team this year. And to be a playoff team, you got to be at your best, you got to be at your physical best, you got to be. Fed, you got to be ready to go. And when you're on the go or you need that little protein boost, I usually reach for a Built Bar. Built Bar is the amazing protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. All the bars are covered in 100% chocolate. That's how I like my bars. Um, soft and easy to chew. That's also how I like my protein bars. Built Bar is great for the health conscious person. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber. Check out the Mint Brownie Bar. 15 grams of protein, 110 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 5 grams net carbs. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your first order. Again, use promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. So, where does this leave the Orlando Magic to? What are the new goals for the team? How should this season turn out? When it was looking like that there might be a more significant play-in game or a real risk that the Magic would miss the playoffs, I kind of took the tact of saying, I already consider the Magic a playoff team. The season has at least reached that baseline goal, that baseline success that was necessary. For this team. As, as I've said throughout the year, if the Magic miss the playoffs, the season is a failure. Bar none, just nothing else. The season is not necessarily a success for making the playoffs, but it was a necessary step for the team. And again a minor victory, a very minor victory. I, I think sometimes when I when I get into conversations about this, people think that I'm satisfied with this. I am not. I, I certainly think it's been a disappointing season. I certainly think the magic should be a whole lot better than they are. But I'm gonna take little victories where I can get them. And I do think that making the playoffs for a second straight year is a sign of some growth. Maybe not complete growth, maybe not everywhere we want it to go, but a sign of some growth. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna dismiss that victory because essentially the season was about confirming that last year wasn't a fluke, and I, I believe the Magic have done that, um, especially because of how disappointingly they've played. But now we sit here knowing how this season's going to end. Eight regular season games, followed by a potential play-in tournament. And that play-in tournament gives every advantage to the Orlando Magic. I was very concerned that the Magic wouldn't have all the advantages, that they they would have the potential to lose everything on a single shot or on a single game. And I don't think that that's how this should work. I don't think that that's... I don't think the Magic should have to bear that burden of risk. But nonetheless, this system does none of that. Just to qualify for the play-in tournament, the Wizards have to make up a game and a half. So essentially, they have to make up two games. If... The Magic go 4-4, four and four. the Wizards have to go 6-2 and two just to get to the play-in game. And from there, they have to beat the Magic twice. And like I said, with the schedules, with the Magic schedule, with the Wizards schedule, that's going to be a tough thing for them to do. And the regular season, Orlando really just has to tread water and they will get into the playoffs without even having to bother with a play-in game. Potentially. Possibly. Most likely. And so, the goal has never changed. The statement is truer now than it has ever been. If the Magic miss the playoffs, this season is a failure. Full stop. Everything else. If the Magic miss the playoffs, that final round of 16, this season is a failure. And the way this system is set up, if the Magic are unable to make the playoff field, they will have no one to blame but themselves. They control their own destiny in so many ways. In more ways than even I could ask for. The Wizards aren't getting a free pass into the playoffs, they've got to earn their way in. They only got—they not only got to earn their way in, they got to do some very heavy lifting. It sounds like to get into the play-in game because they—they're not passing the magic on that. I mean, they go eight and zero, and the Magic go two and six. Again, that's a disaster. That means the Magic failed big time. If the Magic go zero and eight and the Wizards go 2-6 and six and get into a play-in game, or go, or, or whatever, that means the Magic have failed big time. They have failed the most important test, winning important games against big opponents. This, this whole situation is turning into a great tool to develop this team. Because the Magic are going to play pressure games that they have to win against quality opponents. That is... All you can ask for. That is what the playoffs are all about. Winning big games against quality opponents. Something the Magic have struggled with all year, to be frank. Just five wins against teams with records above 500. And yes, I know I just spent a whole segment discussing how the Magic will play four games potentially against teams with records below 500 in this bubble. Orlando's, though, got to beat some of these teams. They still got to beat these quality teams that are going to be gunning for it that need these wins just as much as they do. These next these eight games in the regular season are going to be intense and they're going to be important. And the teams that treat them seriously are the teams that are going to be successful. And the Magic need to be one of those teams. Obviously for growth purpose- purposes. But if they don't get themselves together, if they don't, play at a high enough level, if they go into that playing game and lose twice, that means they've played poorly. That means they haven't taken that necessary step. They haven't confirmed that last year wasn't a fluke. It means they failed. Orlando has the inside, the middle, and the outside track to the playoffs. Washington's got to do so much to get in. If I'm a Wizards fan, I'm, I'm just—I I, honestly, if I'm a Wizards fan, I'm just thankful that there is an opportunity. But that opportunity is small. There's no getting around it. It is—it is small. It is not much of an opportunity, to be frank. But that door is open. And if Orlando leaves that door open and if Orlando is unable to shut it, that is purely on them. Because it doesn't take much to close that door on the Wizards. Two, three wins in the bubble is probably going to be enough. I, 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 500 should be the goal at the bare minimum. They should they should want to be 4-4 four and four at bare minimum in the final eight games. But it's not going to take much to send the Wizards home. And so if Washington does make the playoffs, kudos to Washington. They'll deserve it. They'll have played their way in. But Orlando will have no one to blame but themselves for that. It won't take much to do it. Before we close shop here, taking care of your car is a whole lot of work. Um, you know, I am—I am not the biggest car person. I've gone to the big car car stores sometimes to try and do some do some like minor repairs myself. You know, try to grab the YouTube video. It. it it's all so overwhelming. I don't really know what I'm looking looking for. And, and I'm trusting, you know, a guy to, to, to give me parts that that you know that you know may or may not work, that may or may not fit my car, that, that may or may not be what I need. You know, even when you go to those car stores, it is impossible to stock all the parts that are needed. Why endure? Often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions. Is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? And wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer. Choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry. Why limit yourself like that? You have computers with access to RockAuto.com at home and in your pocket, and your pocket. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto part customers for online for twenty years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. I know what that is. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks, delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? I mean, we all know those car dealerships and those car parts people, Take advantage of people like me that don't really know what we're talking about. It's not like that on rockauto.com. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Well, that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. You can, of course, find me on Twitter at philiprr__md.com. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Magic, as well subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast enabled listening device. Uh, you can, of course, uh, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at OmagicDaily. For more on the NBA's return to play plan, check out the latest episode of Locked On NBA as David Locke and Ben Golliver get heated about the NBA return to play plan and what the right approach for the league should be. Be sure to check that out uh, today wherever you download podcasts. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Phil Prosser Mike. I'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.